When I was a teenager, I kind of hated jeans. <laughs> like I really liked to be dressed up, and so the only time I would wear pants would usually be in the form of slacks, which were often part of a suit, like a pantsuit. I'm not kidding. This is the thing that I really did. <laughs> Mostly this was because I wanted to wear high heels, and I wore high heels like every single day. As I have gotten older, I have come to appreciate the comfort and efficiency and reliability of a well-worn pair of denim blue jeans. So denim itself actually has a very strange history. Originally it was produced as a wool cotton blend which was mostly used to make ship sails. So this was going on well into the 1700s before people figured out that combination of textiles was not really a good material for that purpose. But the sailors, who probably didn't want to waste all of it, did begin to wonder if they might be able to attire themselves in it. So eventually it was made no longer as a blend but just with cotton because like ugh wool and specifically the sailors thought they could fashion some pants out of the fabric so the sailors who first started kind of putting these duds together were Genovese and so these pants came to be called oddly enough jeans g-e-n-e-s which of course we're familiar with today in terms of genetics so like DNA and our genes but spelling jeans j-e-a-n-s would come later when they were mass-produced and patented uh, in the United States. So jeans start out with a yellow tone because the cotton needs to be treated with a dye and the dye that was most often used was a plant-based dye that had been around since like 2500 BC and that you were probably very familiar with which is indigo. So the water-soluble indigo when it is first put onto the fabric is a yellow-hued compound known as leuco indigo. So when it oxidizes, it turns blue, giving the cotton the blue jean aesthetic. So varying degrees of it, or whether or not it's been chemically treated or washed to give it a lighter shade, there are various shades that you can achieve for blue jeans depending on what you do with that dye. Over the next few centuries, denim jeans became increasingly popular, and indigo was getting harder and harder to come by. So although it could be imported from India, it was not enough to keep up with the increased demand. So as industrialization took over in the United States, for one, the demand for the versatile, reliable work pant became such that a man named Levi Strauss took it upon himself to design denim wear specifically for the market most in need of it, which were California miners. So Levi's as a brand flourished in part because Strauss could mass produce them. And a major reason that he could do that was because of the invention of synthetic indigo dye. Therefore, no longer having to try to import it or try to obtain it naturally, having something that was a uh, synthetic method that could be mass-produced totally changed the denim jean game. So they kind of proliferated. And while the basic design really hasn't changed since Levi's were first peddled in the late 1800s, variations have cropped up post-World War II United States when young people started wearing jeans not just for work, but play and everything in between. And as they became more fashion than function over the next few decades, the various brands and designs and trends reflected the tastes of the youths from that decade. By the 1980s, Calvin Klein had actually sort of 
have catapulted the denim duds into the world of high fashion. So jeans as we know them today, despite the variations on a theme, are still manufactured in pretty much the same way they always have been. Their versatility in terms of adapting to market demands means that they'll probably be around forever. Now the only denim item that I was partial to as a youth was overalls, and those sadly have not made the comeback or enjoyed the enduring legacy of their suspenderless counterpart. And I am still waiting for that day, and it may never come, but I shall wait. 